I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast where myself, comedian and writer and occasional actor, I slid that in there, mm. Dane Baptiste, and my producer friend, Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello. And the mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. And we're talking everything from astrophysics. Sure. I just download AstroTurf. AstroTurf. Is that like meadow grass now? I tell you, there's a particular question on my lip. No, right. The question like, how annoying is my voice? Because I've been getting things online. Because our show is becoming more popular, I start getting more things about how people not liking my voice, Dane. Someone says here, Howard is the glue that binds this show together. But oh my God, he is annoying. And its voice grates on you. Its voice. <laughs> I don't even get a... That's not very nice. Question no. yourself. Yeah, question why, do you think, why do you think that's okay to say to a human being? Basically, you're saying you don't like the comedian Paul Merton's voice because this is all this is. That's is the you know comedian what? Paul Merton's voice. You know what it is? That's probably who it is, you know? Yeah. Probably Paul Merton's to go. go like a fake tweet and be like, I'm taking how that. is I, but... I'm getting your VO There's work, There's people out there that could do better. I'm getting your VO work. Merton, get together, okay? Anyway, we ask all the questions, we including ask all the, the questions. ones you criticise on our, our, our social media. That's right, we're not afraid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you like the show, including Howard's voice, because it's not going anywhere, then <laughs> please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, or just follow me online, guys. You are more than welcome to ask any questions. Uh, all questions are welcome. With that in mind, on today's show is a deeply loved and respected recording artist, TV presenter, and actress. We're going to go so far as to say Polymath. Creative <laughs> Polymath. She has written, recorded and released two gold and one platinum studio albums, producing seven top ten singles and winning four mobile awards and an Ivan Novello. Wow. She's achieved... Seriously, you just go wow for that first. Just go, just wow, go for wow, that. wow for that first. That was back in the day, man. <laughs> People weren't getting Ivan Novellos. Are you one of the... Uh, we'll, we'll, come, we'll ask all questions we'll in a second. Back, yeah, because yeah, we've got much more plaudits to going. read out. The next bit's crazy as well. Is it crazy or just well, a day, just in the, day in the life of this prestigious person? Yeah. She has achieved in- international number ones in Thailand, Australia and many other countries and has toured the world with acts like Destiny's Child, Justin Timberlake and Usher. As an actress, she has featured in programmes for most of the major UK broadcasters and has gone to work on shows like Loose Women, Jeremy Vine's show, Strictly, Would I Lie to You and so many, many more, as well as her own documentaries. She models, does endless charity work as an inspirational figure for so many and is a nice person all round. <laughs> I can vouch for that directly. It is the legend Jamelia. Hi, Jamelia. Hey. Hello. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. A little bit embarrassed. I hate hearing my bio. Oh, oh it's no. the killer bio. Like, I mean, we're not going to... We're not going to dismiss other people that have come on the show uh-huh. who've got lovely things that they've been doing. But yeah. Jesus, Jamelia! No, we need, we need to take stock of this, Jamelia. <laughs> we need to take stock of this in a in a fourth wave feminist world. Yeah, where we are championing and we are making references to black woman magic. Aww. you've been conjuring from early. <laughs> this is this is this is the, this is the truth, Jamelia. Look, okay. everyone's doing Afrobeat and stuff like now, but yeah. who was doing tracks with Beanie Man from Quayback, Jamelia? <laughs> who was doing that? My whole family in Huddersfield dancing with my cousins. What 
you know that, that oh, song is 20 years old next year? No, <gasps> no way. I swear. It's, that is yeah. amazing. Recording. Yeah. Wow. See, that's I'm a whole old. that's a whole generation though. <laughs> yeah. I that's had a, a question crazy. about your name, uh, okay. not related necessarily to the questions in the show. Yeah. Because obviously, I you know I don't constantly write that name down in yeah. my life. I don't have any other <laughs> Jamelias in my life. No. And as I was, you know, logistics for this yes. this recording, yeah. saying Jamelia, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, is there any other Jamelias? Anyone got any other Jamelias anywhere? <laughs> like, no? Anyone? It's a, good, um, it's a good question. There are, actually. Okay. So, strangely, I took my kids to Hamley's yesterday, right. and there was a lady behind the till and her name was Jamelia. You're kidding. I swear. And it, was, it was really But she weird. could be named after you for all you know. No, that's what she told me. She there you go. Oh, no. But, but, no, but that also Amazing. makes me feel really old. No. That a person working behind a till was named after me. So she's a woman. That's an iconic status. That's an iconic status. Iconic <laughs> status. <laughs> it's, it's but you're, like, you're like Jamelia, like that Cher. Yeah. Yeah. Madonna. Madonna. Yeah, Beyonce. exactly. There's yeah. not a lot of people. There's not a lot of people. One name as well. LA. Exactly. You're up there as well. Yeah. I met a kid at a gig once. His mm. name was Devonte. So oh make of that what gosh. you will. Oh. Yeah. How was he conceived? Okay. <laughs> Forever, my lady. Oh, no. <laughs> That's how he was conceived. Should we just, we, do you want to just sing all the songs, Amelia's songs today? No, we can no, no, do no questions. That's that Josie's song. But although, again, another another thing we weren't able to include, otherwise we'd have to turn the page over. Okay. Mm. But the song, Thank You, oh. very early addressing right. issues yeah. uh, of domestic abuse. Because yeah. I remember I was in the car with uh-huh. my ex-girlfriend's mm. uh, younger cousin at the time. Yeah. And she was, I think, Daniela was probably about, probably about 11, 10, 11 at the time. Yeah. And at first she didn't get the song. Yeah. Because she's like, why are you thinking? I was like, obviously, that's like sarcasm. And she's explaining yeah. why about making it stronger. And I've been like, yeah. it's good, man. Raising yeah. awareness. Oh, so nice. it's, it's, it is yeah. a real pleasure for you mm-hmm. to be here. Well, mm. thank you. Thank you. So it really is, you know, I'm really honored to. When you guys first asked me, I was a bit like, oh, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't feel capable of taking part. But like, yeah, I've got too many. I've got too many questions. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. it was great. I hope you're hearing that, listeners. A platinum recording artist has doubts. <laughs> there you go. So you know, guys, people, people Think still before you press send on that tweet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Even yeah. when you win an Ivan Novello Award, you can still question yourself. Yes. Yeah. Continue to be an inspiration. Oh, and speaking wow. of questions, mm-hmm. speaking of questions, as mm-hmm. our esteemed guest, uh, yes. Miss Jamelia, yes. Jamelia, whichever you prefer. Yes. I'm not even going to risk <laughs> any using any, any lack of respect and go and see my girl cousins again. <laughs> so, uh, but as our esteemed guest, yes. uh, we welcome you to ask the first question, okay. which we'll all discuss. <clears throat> then mm-hmm. Howard, mm. uh, the hizzle, will ask a question, which again yes. we'll discuss. And then we will bring the show to an end. And I'll mm. ask you a question and then we discuss. Yeah. So it's okay. all simple. Sounds like fun? I yes. hope so. Mm. Yes. So, I'm not yeah. sure how fun my question is going to be. It's okay because we're up we'll for, for serious. Silly, whimsical, <laughs> everything and anything. Anything, <laughs> anything. You, you ask us, you know, if you need some advice, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So my question is, is, and this is for black people, hmm. is, a, is self-imposed resegregation a good idea? <gasps> wow. Good. Wow. I mean, she's... I've, Coming with lots of laughter, <laughs> like it's been giggles. I'm gonna just take this on, Dane, and say it's lots it's of so giggles. Funny. I like probably like this question for black people. I hope you listen, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 Jerome's my black listener. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. it's an interesting point. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. So when you say we said great, as in like 
completely separate from so rest of society? Or? I think I think when people think of segregation, we think of you know a a kind of oppressive regime which mm-hmm. is um, which is placed upon us, and that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is kind of a, a kind of social isolation that we that we do ourselves. Mm. So. Um, because I think that there is too much, and I have to say too much, not so much, there is too much evidence to show that wider society, the government, whoever, they don't care about black people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think that it has been successfully, there is successful, there are successful communities such as Chinese communities, the Jewish communities, Indian communities that have created infrastructure that works for them, benefits them and and they and, and, and they can pass on to their their uh, successive generations. Yeah, yeah mm. absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. yeah they can pass on their legacies. Whereas black people, I feel that we are consistently, myself included, fighting to be included, fighting to assimilate, and you know we have to be included. And the reason why I say myself included for so many years, I wanted to be successful on TV mm-hmm. and. It just wasn't happening, no matter how hard I tried, no matter how many different types of, um, how many different ways I proved myself. I just was never going to be that person because I was a bit too black. You know, I wasn't the, when I say that, I mean that, you know, I'm not the palatable black woman. I speak about issues that affect black women. Also, you're called Jamelia, which is... And how was one spelling James Media? <laughs> exactly. And and I mean just just things that, you know, I'm I'm from an inner city background. My, you know, parents are Jamaican, mm-hmm. my dad went to prison, my brother's in prison. Mm-hmm. You know, these are these are things that stop me mm. doing and achieving the things that I would like to achieve in life. And so one of the things that I've just recently kind of come to the conclusion, it's like you should just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just do it yourself? And so um, this is not a plug, but it kind of is. I've, <laughs> I've um, So over the past year, my husband and I have been working on an online TV show. And it's kind of like Loose Women, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's for black women. Yeah. And the reason is our voices don't get heard. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and if our voices don't get heard, I become the representative for all black women. And that's ridiculous because yeah. I, I'm not all black women. I'm, you know, we're not monolithic. There are so many different, we present ourselves in so many different ways and there's no diversity in black womanhood in the mainstream, particularly mm-hmm. in mainstream media. And that goes across every every industry. And I just yeah. think, should we be creating our own spaces places and mm. so that we can thrive yeah. there's there's this fantastic we've got a road in Birmingham sorry you, you can clearly hear that there's a road in Birmingham called Soho Road in Handsworth mm-hmm. and at the top of the road when you first get to the road there's a massive school a massive doctor's surgery pharmacy um, there's a nursery a primary school and it's all um, owned by um, by Asian people mm-hmm. and every time I see it, I just think this is incredible you know you're, you're, you're creating spaces for yourself so I mean there there are dist- there are lots of sci- there's lots of scientific research that supports um, that black people don't get treated equally in medicine mm-hmm. and I don't and, and I also know that it's true with Asian communities as well mm-hmm. but they've created their own you know their doctors are treating their people yeah. surely you're going to take them seriously mm-hmm. and 
we have nothing, so we're just going and complaining and you're not believing me. And did I feel yeah. like we're just complaining and it's like, why don't we create our own? Well, yeah. it's, it's such an absolutely <laughs> huge subject. It's, it's incredible, yeah. right? There's so many layers to this. I think mm-hmm. one of the interesting things mm. that you brought up yeah. and in a, another podcast with uh, a different set of people, yeah. um, suggesting that multiculturalism yeah. has major issues yes and maybe uh elements of it need to be addressed and yeah. maybe we need to accept some of it doesn't work mm. would be dubbed um highly offensive and racist yeah. Yeah. which is kind of incredible to think right because yeah. i think the three of us can sit here and yes. say yes uh, two black people and a jew uh you know <laughs> uh, what i think we're, we're generally pretty safe and yeah. uh, but the, the that is there are there are clashes mm. yeah and and, and and also there's the, there's a uh, a nasty bit of it, and this is kind of a fascinating thing. Mm. Oh, and I've been talking about this this last week because uh, my friend has started making his own bagels oh, well. uh, called Urban Bagels. They're okay. really good. Yeah. And uh, they're proper, what I'd call bagels, because okay. bagels, when you get the proper ones yeah. and they've been boiled and baked yeah. properly, they're not like those things you're buying in the supermarket. Really? That's just bread shaped like a bagel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a massive really? difference. Like if you go to Brick Lane, you'll, you know, you Bagels try. have that little, those little um, risen, like, almost risen yeah, bubbles. Yeah, they're like chewy. There's a chewiness yeah. to it that you're not getting I, on like, those When I go ones. to the States, no I get like, I'll buy like a dozen, they go oh, to Ziploc and mm. I'll fly Wait, back. I'll sort you out. My friend is making them now. <laughs> but my point about that was that's assimilation yeah. of, a, of a culture. They turned bagels into these bagels. And that happens with so many elements of culture is that they kind of get turned into something. But that's a point you Mate, see, the point is, is like what is referred to as multiculturalism isn't multiculturalism. Mm. It's assimilation. Yeah. It's more yeah. of a question of you need to try and find yourself a way of having a slipstream into dominant culture. Mm. Yeah. And like, then that in turn is linked to like when we have discussions about cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is, like, a lot of time people are like, yeah, but if someone wears like a uh, karate suit, are they appropriating like Japanese uh, culture by doing mm. that? Or if you make spag bowl, yeah. they appropriate Italian culture. <laughs> it's not necessarily, and it's not the same thing. When I, I guess people from the diaspora speak about cultural appropriation, mm. it's more the fact that we are not credited when exactly. it's seen again. So it's not yeah. that people appropriating it because obviously like, Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, and you know, mm. but it's the fact that, like, when you see a Kardashian with cornrows, it's referred <laughs> to as like boxer braids. Yeah, that's really yeah. the issue is that people refuse to credit it, or even when mm. you know, even references to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And in terms of you talk about something like rock and roll, that's been manipulated. That image of rock and roll, the aesthetic of your quintessential rock and roll uh, mm. artist, mm. has been changed so much. Like even if you tell a black kid yeah. that black people invented rock and roll, they'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I don't wear, play guitars and them kind of things. Yeah. Even though that originated with a black woman called yeah. Sister Rosetta Tharp. So, yeah, exactly. So this is the kind of thing where it's like, so for me, the short answer I think is yes. Mm-hmm. The long answer is, I get the discussion and it's a discussion that is had frequently amongst like Africans, Caribbeans. Mm. I feel, however, it's very difficult to compare ourselves to when we like because people like you know Jewish people prosper and Asians prosper and I think it's hard because you're you're comparing apples and orchards and I say that because Mm. there are like there is like so having a unified way for black people standard of living or how we conduct ourselves as a society is I think it's only starting to galvanize now Mm -hmm. Mm. in the UK especially Mm -hmm. and so younger people especially is a great thing where one thing I think Americans have always had over the bridge is they've always 
African and being an African American has always been a distinct identity. Yeah. Like even if even though there are like Caribbean Americans mm-hmm. and they are like yeah. ten, like you know so, continental Africans that yeah. live in America. Yeah. Being an African American mm-hmm. or a Pan Africanist and the, the whole red, black, and green has always had its distinct identity. Very so they true. know who they are. So they have their Juneteenth and mm-hmm. they have their iconoclasts. They have their like you know mm-hmm. the Martin Luther Kings and they yeah. you know they, and they have their Black Panthers and stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. in the UK, it's like maybe some savvy. Caribbean people will know who Darkest Howe is or yeah. Bernie Grant is mm-hmm. but not a lot of people will know or my generation might necessarily know like mm-hmm. my yeah. generation for example Trevor Phillips was the Minister for Racial Equality I guarantee you you ask 10 black men my age mm-hmm. if who he is and they won't know Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like but I say that to say this in terms of when we're talking about ownership and having like mm-hmm. self-determination in most people's narrative, they're talking about us being represented politically, economically, yeah, yeah. and socially. Mm. The, the, for me, it's, if that's going to happen, mm. what we need to realise is that by us even trying to assimilate into a global capitalist system, mm-hmm. we are being cannibals. And I, so, so <laughs> no, I hear, I mean? I hear because you. if you yeah. look at it like this, like Apple mm. as as a tech company, probably one of the biggest companies in the world. Mm. Mm. Apple can't exist without its access to coltan. Because for every microchip, every phone, okay. you need the metal coltan. Yeah. That's okay. found in the Congo. Okay. The, the, the mineral wealth in the Congo is worth, is in its trillions. Yeah. Without that mineral, mm. no electronics can be made. So what it would mean is that for us to have control over our own indigenous resources would mean then we're in control of like most resources from Earth. In the same yeah. way that like, Apartheid, yeah, basically mainly around slavery, but a big part of apartheid is the fact that one third of the world's gold reserves are based in the region of South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it would. So again, the issue is not just about race; it's about power. And if you think, if by that token, every black person kind of technically originates from the continent, yeah, it's the most resource rich, resource rich place on the planet. Yeah. Which means and, for us to have control over that, owned by us the least as owned. well. And I'm yeah. saying, and there's a capitalist interest in that, where yeah. this is why you have the system of p- people being put in place. Because mm. I get your point, but if, I'm saying, I think the reason why so much opposition exists to it is because mm. if we were to be involved in the logistic chain in the same yeah. way that, like you know, Jewish people know where a good mm. Bible comes from, yeah. or you know, yeah, yeah, in the same way that, like you know, uh, if with the Chinese, like. Mm noodles and gunpowder and they, they've been earning mm. money from this from years they're, they're yeah. more than aware of this for Africans to or indigenous Africans or continental Africans to take ownership of their resources yeah. I think there are just certain parts of the world that wouldn't be able to handle that in the same way because like, if you look at something why like why do we care? Well, like, I mean, should we, we, no, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't care but I'm saying yeah. the reason why it's not happened is that I, I'm saying these are the systems yeah. that oppose it and then I, I but I think, but I, think I, I, but I agree with you when I said yes because uh-huh. I, it's, I don't think it's segregation in terms of the fact that we are supposed to be forming like a protectionist bubble around ourselves and our culture and we're mm. not prepared to interact with other people. Yeah, no. What it means is that I think, and it comes from, it's a, it's a very uh, it's a very well-known black uh, idiomatic expression, which is mm. charity begins at home. Yeah. Now, yeah. if we're having all these discussions now about mental health and body mm-hmm. image, this is why it makes such a good sense because mm. it's not that we're desegregating because we want to be closed off to the world, but unless yeah. we can mm. be galvanised and yeah. really take stock of our self-image, yeah, then arguably we're not good to the world. And and the thing is as well, I think people are quite scared of the word segregation, not -hmm. not taking into consideration that it happens every day and it's continuing to happen. When you think of like the, you know, the centralisation of black people in specific neighbourhoods, you know, the consequences of that, 
you know, the government and whoever's in well, charge, they know what well, the consequences yeah, Flint, are, Flint, you know. Flint, Michigan, for it's, example. Yeah, well, this, this, this is what example. I'm saying. It's like, you know, um, I mean, not even Flint, Michigan, like Lambeth. Like, yeah. you know, if you if you if you think of like um, and not just Lambeth, Birmingham, you know, the yeah. the crisis that we're having with young black boys, it's part of it's part of or a consequence of a decision that was made 20, 30 years ago oh, gosh, to yeah. put black single mothers with sons. And this this has been proven into certain certain sections of society. They knew that this crisis was going to happen. Oh, and it's just like. How can we take that back? How can we take take control of not only the narrative, but but it's it's, it's kind about, of like about, about I mean, ourselves. yeah, about, you know, about I mean, you've 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 gone clear like talking about Africa and stuff like that, and I yes, of course, our resources, you know, it's a huge thing. But as you said, charity begins at home. We have mm-hmm. to start at home. We have to, you know, we are in crisis as black yeah, people. Mm-hmm. We are in crisis, and I just kind of feel like, you know. Every time I see a black boy anywhere, I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. And I know that sounds really... No, no but that's, <laughs> not, I mean? no, that's not weird but, because you have a sense of maternity. That's, yeah, that makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, and also, yeah. again, an old adage again, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah, it now, really So when you does. talk about 20 years ago, for me, this is, this is why I say the problem mm. began because 20 years ago, this is like mm. when, or like even maybe a few, maybe 30 years ago, yeah. that was Thatcherism yeah. and then this whole idea of individualism and mm-hmm. aspiration. So mm-hmm. what happened is, first of all, you have a whole entire... Uh, mindset where people will base your self-worth mm. based on the job you have yes. that was one of the big problems as well mm. mm-hmm. the other problem being that this whole thing of individualism and opportunities that obviously i guess a lot of black people will have opportunities they didn't have before so far as like education yeah. and academia sure. but yeah. at the same time it's like they're what whether black people want to admit this mm. you are a socially created species in that the definition of black mm. is a hard one to define where mm. race is concerned mm. because for example, my par- my dad and my sisters are fairer than I am. Yeah, but they're still black. Yeah, but then someone who's Asian or from South India mm-hmm. will have a darker complexion. Yeah. So then, by that definition, it doesn't make mm. sense because black people have green eyes, black mm-hmm. people have blonde hair. Mm. So even by that definition, but, but it doesn't make sense. But you do know that black people can be pre- can present in any form. Black people exactly. Are the, we're the only one who who the, the has gene for the every, DNA for, for of every, every phenotype. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. For every phenotype yeah. they have it, so they can mm. be expressed. So yeah. exactly. So even by the definition, it's but it's mm. more obviously like a mentality and stuff like that as well, and a mindset. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it's like you say, it's like we've been I'll, successfully colonized. That's that's yeah, really yeah. what's happened. Of, the colonization. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually Connie that said it himself. Yeah. Because he was at an interview with Zane Lowe, and he said that. Racism as a system, it works like real estate. So much has been invested in it mm-hmm. that now the value of it self perpetuates. Yeah. Mm. So already it's issues of the fact that issues of colorism are still mm. kind of like exist now, yeah. or tribalisms exist now. Mm. But I, I think, yeah, it's. I think it, you're definitely right because I think it's just we need to take stock of who we are or work out who we want to be as mm. we're going forward. Yeah. And it's funny you said because I was watching, you know, the rapper Killer Mike. Yeah, yeah, had, yeah. So yeah. he had Netflix the uh, show. had the Netflix mm. show, but he recently did a forum with a. Uh, Candice Owens, oh, who's really? known to be a Trump a Trump supporter, hmm. and her oh, whole thing has I been. I saw a little clip yeah. of that today. And her the whole thing is, there. Yeah, and yeah, was there as well. Yeah, yeah. and it, she her whole thing has been this. Uh, what do they call it now? Left sit or something. But the idea about the black voting caucus leaving the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and saying that they they've only they've just used they've just capitalized on obviously black people being predominantly working class and uh-huh. emotions of like racism mm. to manipulate Democrats. Well. And uh, so she's obviously siding with Republicans, but people are like, well, how can you side with Trump because he's a supremacist? Mm. Yeah. Now, Killer Mike's thing is saying that irrespective of 
the bipartisan political system. Mm. Black people should be galvanising themselves mm -hmm. and then using their vote to manipulate who serves their interests. Mm. That's so true. Yeah. Because either like way, what we've what yeah. proven is that like the KKK were historically Democrats mm. and mm. Republicans, as we know to be day to be racist, well, what's new? But, they, but at the same time, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican mm. who supposedly ended slavery. But, at the same, mm. but, then, but by the same token was quoted as himself saying he was opposed to integration. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's the thing it is. But I, what I would say is, how I feel, Jimmy, is that mm. I, I can agree with you. Mm. But what we have to appreciate is the trauma of the fact that mm. we have people in our lives who are still alive now. Yeah. Who remember when they weren't even allowed to go to school. Absolutely. And we have people in our lives now who know when it was illegal for them to vote. Yeah. So yeah. We, there are people in our lives now who my parents own their house, but mm -hmm. not because they could go and get a mortgage and get help. Because yeah. if you were a black person in the 70s, mm. You're not getting no mortgage. But this is what I'm. But this is this is part of why I've made the suggestion. Um, I read an article a few months back saying that black people were actually more successful during uh, segregation times, yeah, yeah. particularly in America. Yep. You know, because of segregation, they were able to build um, mm. infrastructures they had, like they had no Black choice. Wall Street. They had no, they had no yeah. choice. They had and to even, rely on themselves. Yeah, but the problem and even is, the, the Windrush generation when they first came yeah, over here, they had things like partners. They yeah. had, yeah. you know, they they built things for themselves and yeah. then it was kind of like oh you're allowed to join us now and everybody wanted to do that of course they would. and it's yeah, kind yeah. of like but that's not working for us because that's we're problem. still because our aspiration was that meant that we would join you know people with white flight and yeah. uh, obviously for a lot of people that's an indicator of wealth is the more white people you're around yeah. mm. more yeah. successful living and so yeah. this is what I mean it, that decolonization has to take place psychologically In as well yeah. and the reason why I think and but it worked I think not that we're doing great already but I think mm. digital media has helped with that tremendously. Definitely. I think, the, for example, the fact that because if darker skinned black women mm. have had their faces and aesthetic obscured from mainstream media for so long, mm. yeah. having an internet where they can now directly interact yeah. and galvanize themselves, yeah. even if it's online, but mm -hmm. just to be able to engage in dialogue with each online other, exchange ideas yeah. and information mm. Mm -hmm. and support Definitely. irrespective of borders yes. has helped tremendously absolutely and the way I saw it even manifest recently was I just watched like the Top Boy thing I don't okay. know I won't give any plot spoilers <laughs> but a lot of the women in the castings mm. a lot more dark skinned women in it really, right. really. What, more than you'd and expect that for that kind of show that, that the social you know social media influences obviously influence a positive change definitely you know um, I mean I've, to be honest anyway I'm not even going to say it because I don't want to get dragged <laughs> I'm not really I'm not really here for Top Boy that's fine <laughs> Just, no, but, but, see, even, but like that's good you should, you should have, narrative it, I mean yeah and, potentially and it's not you know I don't think that there's a problem with having um, shows like that, I wouldn't think it was a problem if we if we were represented in every other way on what, you know in mainstream media, yeah, yeah. and if it's it was being picked point. up. Do you know what I mean? If we were being yeah. picked up for other, you know, other roles. Yeah, so the, just the, kind having of like, the, the, broad, the broadness uh, of it because because this is the thing. It's like and this is and again and that, because we are so obscured from media mm. and media, but at the same time, media plays such a big part in yeah. helping other people's perception of us be formed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Is that if they see that, then that's yeah. what's taken for gospel. Absolutely. That's Can the I just issue. say, sorry, I just need to put this disclaimer out there. I'm very, very proud of Kano and Ashley and everyone involved in the mm. project and all that. Honestly, I really, really am. But I'm, I'm well, not it, here it, for it it's, it's, it's got a limited <laughs> I don't watch space. power. There you go. Oh, you can right, judge yeah. me. I'm not scared. You, you leave Jamelia alone. Yeah. I, I don't want 
watch power, everyone. Zane, you don't want it with 50 Cent. That's the worst. Yeah. No, no, I love 50. Nice. I love 50. I love 50. I just don't watch power. That's all. Do you know what I've got to say as, a, as an outsider, mm-hmm. obviously, of the black community? Yeah. Uh, the one interesting thing that what you've been talking about makes me mm. think about is how often we will view, depending on which community you're looking at, whether mm. it be like certain parts of the American community or yeah. you could talk about the you know the Jewish community that we talk about in Stanford Hill mm-hmm. or you know, the different communities. Isolationism mm-hmm. is often viewed negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you will say, oh that's really you should be more yeah. inclusive. But yeah. you know what? You've definitely made a compelling argument <laughs> yeah. to suggest yeah. that there are elements of that in certain communities that mm-hmm. can add add value to that community yeah. oh, yeah, no that and i think that's kind of what it comes it's down not, it's to not necessarily right? isolationism but it's, the, it's that i think it's you should think of it more as like a uh, a hub because just having that more concentrated support mm. system around you yeah that makes you more able to thrive mm-hmm. when you are outside of that comfort mm. zone because yeah. you have a Absolutely. base so it's much easier for you to thrive in environments where when i go home i know mm-hmm. i'm going home to mm. an environment that supports me and uh-huh. i see people that represent myself yeah so yeah. so that's why i say charity begins at home because the better you feel about yourself mm-hmm. it's a lot easier because because what happens is if you don't have these uh, opportunities or sources of validation mm-hmm. and personal or spiritual enrichment it means that then you go outside looking for it in other ways. And Very then you're going to be a lot easier to be tempted yeah. by the more uh, superficial mm-hmm. uh, ways mm-hmm. of validation, whether it's capital gain or materialistic yeah. gain. Yeah. So I think the segregation thing, I agree. I, mm-hmm. But I think, I, but I, and, and it's under the pretense that charity begins at home, that mm-hmm. once you know who you are and where you're from, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier for you to navigate where you're going. Yeah. So. And and I, sorry, I just just to point this out, like it's not saying, you know, Bond everything else. Sure. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you know, sure, yeah, yeah no, bond everything get, else means. It, okay. It's about building the foundations, <laughs> yeah, kind of what you're talking yeah. about. And I think and, yeah, and, for yeah, that reason, I, it's a really valid. It, exactly. Uh, it's not about like not existing within society, but just having safe safe spaces, I guess, is what mm-hmm. it is. And, you know, even as you mentioned earlier, Dane, the online spaces, like they have provided Massively. me with those things spiritual, yeah. Yeah. emotional, everything type of support. And, and, and just even just feeling seen and feeling understood yeah. is really important and if we had physical spaces like that yeah I just it's kind of feel like, all, you're like all human I think it, all, we're a social species and mm. human beings need it and at a very superficial level mm. you want to see positive representations of yourself mm. yeah and, and the media plays an enormous part of that like trust me I don't people don't understand how seeing someone that looks like you on a billboard what that does for <laughs> yeah. you uh, esoterically so true it's yeah. an amazing question. It's a great <laughs> question. It was incredible. What a genuinely like, I mean, it was kind of like the pow of it as well. It was like, I'm not going to mess around here. Like, straight to it. Straight, yeah. straight to it. Straight to it. It was, it was, it straight was, into it was it. a great one. Um, I'm glad it was received in that way. Anyway, oh, we haven't had, have had anyone that had a question where we were like, what are you on about? <laughs> we haven't had one. We don't. I mean, I, no. I'm now thinking about the fact that I just announced that I don't watch Power. That's fine. But it's a soap opera. I, 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 don't, I, don't, have I don't have time. Yeah. They are not into soap opera. operas, that's all. Mm. This is the soap opera. But I, watch, I used to watch it. I watched I Get Rich or Die Trying. So I like that. Okay. Great movie, yeah. So that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going <laughs> to... It's all right, Dan. Right. Right. Who's that knocking at the door? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fitty. G-Net. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have to say, I've watched every episode of Power. Have and you? I, yeah, surprising, right? Yeah. I, I, I kind of started watching it for research for something at work. And I was like, oh, no, yeah, I really want to know what happens. Yeah. And, that, and it's just, that's why it's a soap opera. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some, just for, you know, really respect a lot of people involved in that show. I have to yeah. say, at times, some of the worst acting in history is going on in that. <laughs> but I forgive you all. Because yeah. it's just good plot, good yeah. characters, yeah. good like stories. Yeah. And like I said, the aesthetic is good for people. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, black people need their own Hollyoaks too. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Which I it's so true. Is what it is. My yeah. question: I'm going to try and I'm going to be a bit of an energy shift because <laughs> you know, but I think cool. we can do it. Is um, is is kind of directed uh, to Jamelia, but then I think it will apply to Dane and who knows our listeners too. Um, which is you have done, I mean, so much mm. in your life mm. uh, so far. I mean, that list. Yeah. <laughs> how ridiculous is that list, Dane? Like, it's uh, it's, it's, uh, it's spirit animal. I'm keeping this. Like, well, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, 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 I want to put it on my board because this is aspiration. Music, <laughs> acting, TV presenting, documentaries, modelling, <laughs> charity. Like, wow. I've got to ask, you know. Mm. Left out even making dinner for the girls when you yeah. get home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Getting dinner ready from scratch. <laughs> yes. So my question. Have to season the chicken the night before yeah, at the end exactly. of that as well. Yeah. So just put it in that Tupperware and leave it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it marinated yeah. as well. So yeah. uh-huh. a lot going on, a lot going on. But my question to you is kind of like, kind of two parts, which is, yeah. has variety proven the, the spice of life for you? And, and is there anything uh, that you haven't done yet that you'd like to do? Obviously, uh, stand-up comedy uh, no, uh, is no. the next is the next option, really, if, on if this you, list. Of, if you need a ghostwriter, yeah, it's the, you know. Uh, I I I think I'm really funny, but like at home in you know with <laughs> with my captive audience of three daughters, like you know they Perfect. they think I'm the funniest in the world. So yeah, that, that, that's, that's what comedians want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Charity begins at home. Should, should stay there, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm not interested in that. But um, do you know what? Honestly, I. I've self-diagnosed myself with ADHD and, and. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I don't, and it, that's actually not a joke. Um, hmm. And the reason is because I feel completely incapable of doing one thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like um, I get bored so easily, and and I'm, I'm I'm just always thinking, okay, what can I do now? What can I do now? You know, in the middle of my singing career. So, 
five years in, I don't know, say I was on tour with someone or whatever. Um, Go on, can you, who, who do you reckon you were five years in? Who do you reckon you are on tour five with? Five years in, who would I have been on tour with? Maybe like Justin Timberlake or something. And uh, heard I of think, him. you know, heard yeah. of him. I might have heard of him. <laughs> heard, yeah. of him. heard of him. I did, I did a show at uh, Birmingham's NEC, which is like Birmingham's biggest arena. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, like at that point, I was like, okay, I've made it. Like, you know what I mean? I've, I've done the job. I, um, I'm not one of these people. I'm not Beyonce. I don't feel like, okay, now I've got to win a Grammy. Now I've got, I just, no, I'm just not really interested. I really felt like doing the Beast Arena in Birmingham, that was like, Mm-hmm. I've done it mm-hmm. and then once I get that feeling it's kind of like okay what can I do now what can I do next what um, I, I grew up in inner city Birmingham um, by the Jewry Quarter and up until the age of 12 my ambition was to work in um, it was called John Shop which is the local corner shop less than you know I don't know a couple of minutes walk away mm. and that was my biggest ambition mm. and then I went to London I went to Carnival and um and I sang on the stage. My cousin forced me to get up on the stage. And then I realised I could be a singer. And I was like, oh, my gosh, OK, I could be a singer. And then I recorded an album. And it was like, oh, my God, I can record an album. You know, so everything that I did was a realisation of, of a dream. Mm. And so every single thing I've done in my life has been a realisation of a dream. Um, and it's always just kept <laughs> perpetuating onto the next thing, which has been yeah. this incredible well, yeah. mix of things. And, and right? literally, yeah. And it's like... And for me, the variety is what keeps me sane. Like I, I always say, and I, I'm sure I'm going to offend like half the world here, but <laughs> the worst ever thing that could happen to me is having to do a nine to five in an office. That would literally be my worst nightmare. Mm. Um, no I'm really sorry. No, everyone's cut yeah. out for it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, 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 I've lived it. Mm, it's a nightmare. Mm. Yeah, it is, yeah. A ni- it is a nightmare. But you also have to remember, I've never... I've never been in that environment. I left school at 16, Mm -hmm. didn't go to college, didn't go to university. So, you know, I've never had a normal job. Mm. So I think that, you know, I'm 38 now and I just kind of feel like I could never do it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But yeah, the the variety and the things that I've done and, you know, as I said, I get embarrassed hearing my bio because it's just (laughs) like, it just sounds so pretentious. Mm. And, And it's real. Like I have done those things, but it's just kind of like, I'm just living. Yeah. Like I literally mm-hmm. am just living. And one of the things that I would love to do is encourage people and to show people you can actually, whatever you think, it can actually happen mm. as long as you're willing to put the work in and work really hard for it, which I always am. I'm a because, very hard worker. Because it's not always been, uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, go ahead. But like, <laughs> is it always kind of like... Uh, commercially financially driven uh, every, absolutely not yeah that's, absolutely, that's, that's yeah. part of the complication yeah. of society right now yeah everyone looks at yeah. when me and Dane talk about this regularly yeah. everyone <laughs> looks at everything yeah. with a pound sign yeah mm-hmm. I think the worst thing you can do is look at things you know is pursue something because it's financially viable because then you don't live your your life to the fullest mm-hmm. um, and I know it's like my husband my husband's very much into you know checking the bank accounts and da 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 and I'm just mm. like listen you know we should, we, we're supposed to be happy and you know and, and I don't want to go out to work every day being unhappy and I mean that was why I kind of took a career change a couple of years ago um, or just made a decision I'm no longer appearing on these panel shows that clearly don't want me here Middle England bloody hate me and it was just kind of like why do you keep doing this and in my head, it was, I'm being a representative. I'm representing right, yeah. the underrepresented. But really, Middle England are watching these daytime shows and they don't 
give a shit. Sorry. Get a job, Middle England. <laughs> it's a fascinating it's point. Definitely, it's a fascinating point to make because, mm-hmm. you know, the demographic yeah. you want to reach out to, to yeah. isn't being represented in that no, group of, no. who watch the shows. But they're also not really watching the shows either. So yeah. it was kind because of a bit of a... Because it's a paradox because they're like, well, this is not for us. So we ain't going to watch it Exactly. Anyway. Then, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm. And so, um, yeah. And so, you know, as I said, like, um, I mean, I got pregnant and had a bit of downtime and it was kind of like within that time, I thought, do you really want to go back to that? Yeah. I was like, nah, let's do something else. And that's kind of, that's how I live my life. And, and that you know, could keep happening for um, years and years and well, years to come. Well, I hope so. Hopefully. I hope so. Um, I really enjoyed acting. I just, and this is going to sound really bad. I love acting. I love being in front of the camera. I hate auditioning. I right. hate someone telling me, nah, that's not good oh, enough. It's painful. <laughs> it's of course really it is, yeah. And, and yeah, so that's why I haven't done more of that. But like, yeah, I think that's the only thing I would love to do more of. But I'm not going to get to do it if I'm not willing to audition. Like, yeah, the yeah. Process. Yeah, it's it, honestly, oh, I, yeah. my hat's off to anyone who acts because yeah they take a lot yeah. the closest yeah. I ever get is job mm. interviews <laughs> job interviews and I go I drive myself insane job yeah. interviews are worse though because there's more lying involved like when they go why do you want this job and you go well my god money <laughs> I want money <laughs> what do you think why do you think I'm here <laughs> what you, what's wrong with you the worst bit for me is the waiting yeah, I hate yeah. the waiting and the lying yeah, yeah. to my current employer <laughs> that like oh, this is what I've been up to by the way <laughs> by the way I'm cheating on you <laughs> with this person that now wants me and because they want me I'm leaving you I can't really deal with that nice. it, funny, if I'm, I'm loyal like a dog I've told yeah, you this. You're, out there, you're like, a, you're like a, a young boyfriend or girlfriend in Ironapple <laughs> and it's not gone well and then you come back and everyone's like mm, mm, mm. but I reckon I just could move it back to, to the endless <laughs> spice of life that has been yeah. your career yeah. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, and I'm interested to see what Dane's take is mm. on this. Uh, if the one woman show that is Jamelia's <laughs> kind of life story, the life and times of Jamelia, would be touring and I'd, Edinburgh I'd, run, I'd, like, sitcom, sitcom, talk show, talk uh, show. You could do. Well, I'd watch the Jamelia talk yeah. show. Which well, is, that's, I guess it's coming soon. Again, that's my dream. So at the moment, so as I said, like with my husband, we've worked on um, an online TV show. But mm. like, I just kind of feel What's it like. Called? Do we want oh, to it's know? called. It's called the Table. It's it's on YouTube. So yeah, by now it will be already yeah. up and running. And as I said, it's kind of to not only give the opportunity to other black women in and not just in the industry there are so many of our voices that need to be heard and never get to be heard you know we don't just want to talk about black issues we also want to talk about I don't know the weather or you know Mm. I mean just anything um and it's kind of like can't four black it's, women make a lasagna for once? <laughs> exactly. That's what they want to do. Exactly. Not everyday is, rice and peas. <laughs> but the, I mean, the thing is, like, so obviously, like, working uh, with, like, This Morning or Loose Women, like, I've put forward things like, oh, you know, I, I love I love organising and I love, like, mm-hmm. I've got these, I've got... Like, so I tell the women backstage, like, all about, like... This is going to make me sound like such a geek, but I... I'm really passionate about organising and nice. like, um, and, <laughs> and I've got like all these boards and charts in my house to keep oh my, my family organised. But the women were like, Can you and teach I was, this to my wife by any chance? <laughs> but this and is I mean what I'm that saying. genuinely. But, but this is what I was saying. So I went to this morning and I was like, look, everyone loves this idea. And it's literally the only reason it's a no is because I'm black and I'm just like, for crying out loud. Like, yeah. you know, and, and obviously they're not explicitly saying it, but. 
if you look at anyone who's, I don't know, you've got people going on and they're, do, they're doing cleaning pieces or whatever, right. it, it just can't be a black person. Be, and it's just like, Expectations, why? Isn't it? And, and, and this is the issue as a British black person. It's, I, I, I'll watch your thing. Like, I'll, I'll happily watch anything with anybody of any colour. And it's like, mm. so why can't I be one of them? Do you know yeah. what I mean? No, people will, yeah, because but they'll, and the, the people will infer that mm. if you are a black person, that people aren't prepared to watch. Yeah, which yeah is why that's like exactly what it is. Digital media has proven that's a complete yeah. lie anyway. Yeah, Because, yeah. like I said, I can watch a Kung Fu mm. film and yeah. I won't be like, there's not enough black people in it. <laughs> exactly. It's set in China during the Ming Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine there weren't many black people exactly. at the Shaolin Temple other than the RZA. Yeah. Listen, and the Wu-Tang didn't come out until the 90s. <laughs> But I'm not gonna be like, well, I'm not watching this. Yeah. So listen, you're talking to a guy, a guy who loves watching sport. Yeah. It's, I'm not complaining about where the Jews are, am yeah. I? There'll be no Jews watching any sport ever. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> How many Jewish sportsmen can you name? Zero. I, wait. I'd actually do a think boxer. I can. There was a boxer. Yeah. The bear, right? Yeah, and yeah. He, he had a fight with but, we, a... but but you know what? <laughs> you, that that is a weird cultural problem. Yeah. That mm. People think that. that yeah. You know, yeah. Then, then my people aren't here, and so that, I can't enjoy this. Also, yeah. that other dude um, who played for Arsenal for a bit. Oh, Yossi Ben Ayoun. Yeah, you go. Oh, was he? Was he? He's an Israeli. Israeli uh, Jewish guy. Yeah. But I mean, look, we're not famous for one. Well, yeah. Point being, we're not. There's not oh, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. not yeah. a lot of Jewish sportsmen. That's not a great. That's hand. not a long book. Um, but um. but it is it is interesting, and I, I reckon that is to me anyway. We have a lot of creative people yeah. on this show, and yeah. I think it makes a huge difference if you can. I don't think it's necessarily about like and that and that and that. I think yeah. just having a bit of variety. You know? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I think all people should be aiming for that, whether you do creative endeavors or Definitely. not. Definitely. I th- I. Th- Mix it up. Yeah. I, I just, I just, whenever someone says to me, oh, I'm really bored. I like, even my kids, I'm like, how can you be bored? Oh, like, God, you're yeah. alive. I'm like, Jamelia, <laughs> Jamelia, madam, you're, oh my God, you're so, such a Jamaican mum now. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? He's like, bored? There's no reason to be bored. There's books all over the house. Literally. I think mum doesn't understand what boring means. Yeah. <laughs> your kid, just, like, I'm bored. Mm. Now, parents just be like, "There's no reason for you to be bored." Yeah. Paper there and pencil there. <laughs> but knock yourself out. I'm yeah. just like, you can make something. You can play. You can. I just, I yeah. don't know. I, I don't allow myself to get bored, and mm. you know, and I love. I do feel very, very fortunate to be able to live a life. This is another thing. Like I'm here. You know, obviously, I've got my little complaints, but somehow I've still managed to sustain and maintain, you know, my life, my livelihood. And, you know, and it's been, I definitely do feel very fortunate. And I think, um, yeah, maybe a big part of it is just... And are you still good for not having to go and eat kangaroo balls in the jungle yet? <laughs> listen... No, there's anything wrong with I, that. Listen, apart I did, from unless I did the kangaroos strictly, are endangered. I did strictly, there and I go. think that was worse. Like, I mean, I would never... There's just no, like, absolutely not. I'm, mm. I'm Jamaican, like, oh, my gosh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, it was, a great, it was a great answer to that question. I felt like I really yeah. understood. Yeah. Got some, I learned something from that it's question. Good. It's good. I, I feel like I should try no, it's good. It, it shows you <laughs> if when you have a mind unfettered because you've never had to go to an office exactly. or sit in the nine to five. Yeah. So your mind's never had to kind yeah. of restrict itself. So I think yeah. it's good. And I think I think that's a big part with a lot of people in terms of when they're embarking on new ideas or interests is that mm. it's this process of unlearning people have to do because people will build walls of doubt in their mind. It's like, I can't do this because of this or I haven't got the time to do this and time to do mm. that. And it's like, mm. it's, there's so many small things. It's like, even, I even say to people like, you know, even if you 
paint a picture on the way home or you yeah. draw something like yeah. even if you write yourself a comic strip something yeah. where is you're driven by nothing else other than your own interest absolutely i think it's for human well-being yeah it's so important because i think we've lost that so much this is why you're seeing like hipsters and stuff and more middle class people are now having these things that are hobbies yeah. stuff like oh mm-hmm. i bake cakes and <laughs> like this is how, how how far we've fallen is that now baking is like a big competition <laughs> stuff. Mm. That was the stuff you did in your spare time. Let's it's make some so fairy cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Like baking. <laughs> like you see, like honestly, young, these hipsters need to calm down. Chill out. You know what I mean? They do stuff like um, they're doing stuff like um, crocheting on the mm. train and stuff. Like, yeah. It's therapeutic. It's like, but that's what your grandmother did before. But so it's like true. we're so wrapped up in like being cash rich and time poor that yeah. these small things that used to just be pastimes or relaxed mm. now they become hobbies again. And it's yeah. like if you just did that in the first place instead of having to be forced to go to work. Yeah. I've or go to a job. I, I tell you the one thing in my life that I've mastered in recent years uh, is uh, roast dinner. Oh, well, okay. Like, <laughs> Sunday, you know, Sunday comes round. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're both, honestly, welcome I would like on to a know. Sunday. Yeah. Right, go. Tara, the cat, honestly. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. What's on the menu? What's on the process? Okay, well, we've only got so long. We've got time for the process. What's on the menu? What kind of meat do you want? Your chicken or lamb? Chicken or lamb? Chicken or lamb? Okay, chicken. So it's lemon, thyme and garlic inside the chicken. It's butter, tiny bit of olive oil, salt, pepper. And the chicken goes in. Probably onion in there somewhere as well. I like to. I like to keep it kind of covered for a long time because then you keep the Juicing, I, I kind of keep okay. adding water to keep it moist yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, all my right. potatoes, roasted, uh, but I boil them first and then I get them quite mushed and then yeah. I go into a pan of hot oil with uh-huh. garlic and rosemary mm. and then probably putting carrots on the side in a uh-huh. bit and roast those carrots. How do you have them sauteed? Sliced or julienne, Howard? Uh, I julienne, yeah, a little. <laughs> all right. and, then, and then I'm having a little bit of sauteed kale on the side. All Fresh right. Yorkshire puddings made with my wife's perfect batter recipe. We chuck Ooh. them in the pan. They get a little bit of um, vegetable oil yeah. in there. You sound like you should have a show. Um, like this is yeah. like actual serious. Size, when I get my Yorkshire puddings right, the size of them is like I barely can get them out of the oven. And <laughs> I'm, I'm gravy I'm with corn yeah. flour I'm and, it's, yeah. and, it's, and it's all yeah. there together on the plate. Yeah, so you know what you do. here's what we do. Jamila, you bright it up. Yeah. Great British roast off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, yeah. if we've got Bake Off, let's yeah. not, why not have the you know meal what? that comes so before true. that? Why have we not done roast off it's yet? True, okay. Trademark, question everything. So everyone We'll hash it out, Howard. Yeah. Can happen. Thank you for indulging that question. It's uh, it was a fun was question good. to hear. I noticed there were no sprouts. It's I'm a big kale fan. Hey, I'm kale. a fan. We'll just see what happens at the end of the competition, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I going to get Dane's golden fist pump? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not many people get oh, it. Or the or the golden finger. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does the Hollywood from um, Bake Off? He just goes yeah, and shakes yeah. your hand, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I haven't <laughs> watched this for a week. Oh gosh! It's, I love Bake Off, by the way. It is so, fun. Yeah. It is, yeah, very relaxing show. Yeah. Um, it's time for the final question. What podcast okay. has been, Dane? What podcast has been? Today's been a good day. Aww. It's been a lovely episode. Been a good day. Good, good. What so, have you got, Dane? So, uh, Miss Jamelia, yes. Um, as you know, suffice it to say, uh, your achievements have been uh, numerous. Okay. Um, uh, my, as I said, my earliest Jamelia memories. Yes. Would be uh, the song uh, "Money." Yes. Which. Rings truer now than ever. <laughs> and uh, remember, Dancer Dwayne. Yeah. I remember everyone being like, oh my God, Dwayne, that's yeah. so crazy. And I have a lot of friends, like, I got another friend, Ricky, who's a dancer as well. Yeah, you know, you'll know Ricky yeah, as well, because he used to dance yeah. with, like, Sue Elise and yeah. go. So, yeah. 
Yeah, small world. Because yeah. Ricky's dad also went to the same school with my dad. Really? Yeah, and we went to like six song oh college together. It's a very small world. Oh. Uh, but I remember that was a big iconic song for me. Yeah. And uh, as a thank you. But then I remember when, when Superstar came out, mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> because that song. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no, no. Because the thing is, you could, big song. You could argue like it's a, it was a bit, obviously a departure in terms of its sensibility. Yeah. But yeah. That's what I liked about it. Like, mm. it's a song that this works for radio play. This song crosses, like, uh, like boundaries and crosses, yeah. like... And obviously, why well, it had a success and yeah. people still play it to this Can day. Can I just stop you before you ask your question? Yeah. <laughs> I hated... Superstar. <laughs> I was. I mean, I was actually, we're gonna get headlines. <laughs> we're gonna get headlines on this podcast. We're gonna be front page in the Daily Star. Jamaican firebrands. Jamelia. Did he superstar? Superstar. Trivializes her awards. That's a good. I was literally crying, literally crying oh, no. whilst wow. recording Superstar. I'm saying the one woman, the one woman the show. That's why you. Oh, oh. Sorry, the oh, lights have gone off. It occasionally happens if I was a big fan. So oh. is that why at the end you were like, I don't know. I'm recording this. I don't know. Wait a minute, can we do this? <laughs> gotta be, gotta be a bad song, Superstar. <laughs> so I mean, if you if you listen to the songs, yeah. you, you can very clearly hear that there was a change in direction. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I was basically forced, forced to record that song. Oh, no. Yeah. And also, just another bit of trivia. Um, <gasps> it was a number one song in Denmark for the Danish uh, idol, like pop idol right, yeah, at the yeah. time. And she was supposed to release the song, but they gave it to me. Wow. And so... Any, if you look, please do. It's so hilarious. If you look up any of my albums, any of my singles, Denmark as a country hate me because I took, <laughs> I took her song and all of my albums are like literally Amazing. 200 and whatever yeah. in the charts. They hate me. Every time you're the label. Yeah. Jamelia, you smash it this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sweden loves you. Yeah. Norway, Denmark. Uh, literally. Why? Anyway, yeah. where was I? Thailand. <laughs> Thailand love you, Jamelia. Thailand are like, you release thank you. They're like crap yeah. on crap. Literally no. meets Peter Schmeichel yeah. at a celebrity event and she, he won't even look at you. Yeah. Yeah. He won't even look at you. <laughs> Can't yeah. think of any other famous, mm. Danish, famous Danish people, yeah. but there you go. Oh, Sophie Hagen. <laughs> Sophie Hagen, mm, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, where were we with some kind of question yeah, yeah, there, Dane? Sorry, sorry, it was sorry. amazing. We've got yeah. incredible revelations. I mean, that's been like finding out that yeah. Father Christmas doesn't exist. Yeah. Luckily, to my younger listeners, he does. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Hulk Hogan didn't actually wear the belt. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was disappointing. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, but really, my question was mm-hmm. that um, I like the analogy in the song and stuff. Yeah. But uh, and like and it does lend to your longevity in this uh, game. Oh. So my question really was: Yes. As far as your career has gone, from you know, from singing to modelling to acting, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et to you nowadays, mm-hmm. like especially given in the era of social media. Yeah. What makes a superstar now? Ooh. What a good question. Because, um, like, you know, bef- like, it's changed. I think, it's changed. I don't think it has. I just think that people's idea has changed. So, um, and obviously, we have to remember that it's the people now who are influencing popular culture rather than, you know, radio stations, which may be a better... Well, it is. It is better that, mm. you know, rather than... Because back in the day... I'm sure, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I'm sure 
record labels could pay for a song to be played a lot of the time on the radio. And then if that's the case, then it's influencing popular culture in that course, way. Yeah. You know, it's not the people saying this is a really good song. Yeah. It's the radio saying this is a good song. You know, um, Superstar was the most played song on the radio in 2005, in, on British radio in 2005. Yeah, I say, yeah, say British um, radio, because in Denmark they were like, turn it over! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No way! This has no play in this car! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, you know, much, much, much to my joy, like every time I hear Superstar, I'm like, oh, I hate that song. Like, the amount of times like, I go on to, like, go on to shows or whatever, and that's my theme tune. I love it, like, I love it, because it's like, did you hear that Denmark? <laughs> she didn't even want it. <laughs> She even won it. <laughs> Miss, Miss Pop Idol 2000 and whoever. Where are you oh, now in that coffee shop? No. She didn't even want it. How about that? No, stop it. Stop it. Um, She's on the podcast now being like, my life was ruined. <laughs> no, but it really, it really was. Like, no, She's on next week. Funny. What are you talking about? She's on next week. And it was Christina something. Oh, it's oh so, honestly. No. And I felt we so, are going like, to that was like my petition. Like, you know, we can't do this because we're stealing someone else's future. And they were like, nope, this song is yours. The game, like, exactly. The game is the uh, game, baby. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're having crazy. a, like I said, she's going to have to say her piece on next week. Sure. <laughs> but we'll ask her, yeah. Christina, yeah. where do you think it went wrong for you? <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> when. <laughs> oh, this is so bad. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't what I was talking no, about. No, we were talking about what makes what a superstar. Makes a superstar. <laughs> oh, yeah, what makes a superstar. And, 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 okay. And, and, in today's world, it has yeah. changed. Yeah, a bit. so I I do think it's positive that the people are now the purveyors of what's great, but I feel like people throw the word legend, star, superstar. They throw it around so great, you know, all the time. And and to me, it's kind of like, okay, to me, a superstar is someone like Beyonce. And the reason why I say that is because there's. Do you know how much work it goes into being a Beyonce? Mm. Like, well, I always think there's, a, there's like an equation to me, yeah, like which I always look at, and, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it's kind of it, it's whether you can say quantity and quality, okay. Like, I yeah. always think because I'm a big Bob Dylan fan, yeah. and when you look at okay. Dylan's career since '61 yes. to like now, uh-huh. the quantity and quality has been there not Absolutely. constantly, yeah, but, but across yeah. many decades, yeah, much of more course. consistently than yeah, across yeah. many decades. Yeah. And even if you find a terrible album from the 80s, yeah. there'll be one yeah. song on it, and you'll be like, of wow, yeah. that's one greater <laughs> song than most people have ever written in of their course. life. Beyonce has achieved yeah. that, you yeah. know. There's many people who you say, I think we can now say undoubtedly mm. Chappelle has yeah, yeah. Yeah. achieved oh, so great yeah. status. But, but this is what I'm saying. Certified. People don't require like a track record or, or or a period of time where you have to prove yourself as a star. Mm. It's just you just are. And I'm just like, hmm. Because you really achieve popularity. Though? Yeah, yeah. It's that, popularity. popularity isn't the yeah. one rule to to decide everything. The difference between fame and success. Yeah. 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 Because it's like Completely. You know, Yeah, there's, there is a big difference. I mm. the reason I say it as well is because like I and I explain this to people and I usually get people looking at me like, what is he talking about? Because mm. there's a, a scene in the film, The Incredibles, you know, the Disney Yeah, film, yeah, yeah. And Syndrome is saying to uh, Mr. Incredible uh-huh. about his plan and he's like, I'm going to sell weapons to both sides. I'll sell oh, weapons okay. to anybody that wants mm. them. Yeah. So then everyone, because you think you're special because you're super, yeah. and I'm going to sell weapons to everyone so then everyone can be super. Yeah. Then nobody will be. Yeah. And I feel like 
that might be what the, the the idea of superstar, like you know, Michael Jackson mm. being like the quintessential superstar, exactly. king of pop. I don't know if we will see that again because, like you said, because it's more democratized in terms of choosing who leads. Yeah, there are now people who will have millions of followers. Yep, that I don't even know that well. I don't yeah. know what Ron Paul does or, yeah. or is it John Paul, the um, influencer, the YouTube guy, or PewDiePie. Oh yeah, mm. I don't yeah. know what these guys yeah, do. Same. What yeah. they're up to, but I know they have yeah. millions of followers and stuff mm. like that. Like mm. so, there is so many different frontiers now where people can realize a certain level of status. Superstar. And, so, exactly. and also by not actually doing anything because now with saying. the era of the influencer yeah. you yeah. can have a million followers you're not actually doing anything all you all people are doing is looking at your life and yeah. it's aspirational yeah. and they follow that mm. Mm. and so this is what I'm saying it, yeah. can you because being a superstar or fame used to be a byproduct of mm. your talent being recognised yeah. by a lot of people yeah. whereas it. now you're famous for famous' sake if you have I'm enough just, money okay. yeah. if you have enough money you're like yeah. the Made in Chelsea people it's mm. like you already rub shoulders with the elite anyway because yeah. you're living in a certain place yeah. you enjoy a certain level of yeah. opulence. Why do they even need to want to be famous? Yeah. But if but you've got money to burn, yeah. you can just pay for PR of, so exactly. everyone takes pictures of you I was just gonna every say, time you come out of like yeah. a mm. restaurant. Paparazzi and thing, things like Love Island, you know, and even even the term celebrity, to, the, the term yeah. celebrity means to be celebrated for something extraordinary. Mm-hmm. You can't, being popular is not extraordinary. Having your photo liked a certain amount of times is, is not extraordinary. You know, you many people people have shown that anyone can do it. You have yeah. a viral photo, Kim Kardashian, you know, you, you put out a sex tape at the right time with the right person. You know, you can you can be famous too. Yeah. That's not an extraordinary talent. Mm. I do, whilst I can acknowledge and um, to a degree admire someone who can monetize it, it's still not stardom. You're no. still, you know, you're not doing anything extra extraordinary. And, you know, as a mother of teenagers, I think it's very it's very important to be able to differentiate that mm. or for my children to be able to differentiate that being popular does not make you extraordinary. And I'll give you an incredible Example of what yeah. we're talking about, yeah, uh, and it relates actually to uh, mm-hmm. uh, guys I've, I've been working with. Uh, uh-huh. I, 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 I don't work with them now uh-huh. at the moment. Uh, guys who run a company called Full World Seventy Three. Who okay. Ben and Gabe Turner made a film uh-huh. about Barry Gordy okay. and what he did with Motown. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's it's a very limited cinema release, but you'll be able to find it somehow yeah. on online. Yeah. And and when you follow oh, that is story, this the, new, the, new, the new documentary, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Motown yeah. one. Oh, I'm taking wicked. my mum to see it on September thirtieth. Oh, Where else? Uh, Holloway. You're welcome uh, to cover no, me gonna, and my mum. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's going to be a release. They'll release yeah, it online yeah, in some yeah. way or another. Yeah. I don't know who will buy it, Netflix or yeah. something. But it, you've got to see this film. Mm. I think everyone's got to see this film because yeah. it reminds you of, of, of the difference between what we're talking about with success mm. and like, you know, like fame and yeah. all this stuff that you've, you've, you've believed that is the reason to be doing it. Exactly. And the actual, like, Desire and passion they had for music mm. in that time. You know, those guys were were doing it out of a of a little residential house exactly. in Detroit. And you look at it and you go, "This would never happen now." Yeah, because the world has become so manipulated yeah. by the commercial drive yeah. of success and money mm-hmm. that they would have ruined Motown yeah. way before they were even close <laughs> cool. to writing I my, even, my I girl. I don't know even artists nowadays how you can even survive without corporate interest. Yeah, mm. it's, 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 true. It's, it's hard to even watch a video of something I like mm. without seeing. The thing whole being prefaced with like a uh, like a a car type of car yeah, or yeah. type of electronic equipment. Just an advert in general. Advert and, in general yeah. and I think as well, you know, for me as well, anyone I deem to be a star or someone extraordinary is someone who is truly passionate about the thing that they're doing. Would you do this for free? Exactly. Would you do mm. this without getting paid? That's why with a lot of footballers and, and people like footballers are entitled to the thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. A lot of them would do it for free. If you knew the work that's involved exactly. to become a footballer. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Harry and Kane deserves yeah. it. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah, it. Like, you know, I'm, yeah, whenever I hear that argument, I'm just like, you, you know, they're getting paid. They're getting paid what they're getting paid, and mm. they, they're part of an industry that pays them that. It's none of your business. And like, it's none of your business when they yeah. stop playing. It, and they stop playing. Okay, at like early thirties, yeah. and it's you know, and 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 then they've got yeah. to and also fend surviving for themselves. a percentage of people mm-hmm. that become footballers is zero point zero three percent. I was just about to say. So <laughs> if you can make it there, exactly. and then you have a career that maybe lasts as long as. 10 to mm. 13 years if mm-hmm. you're lucky exactly mm. so it's much exactly. easier to be in the pub and be like hey shit yeah <laughs> you probably shit I'd do that yeah. but, but interesting uh, you know I don't know quite the uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. age range of, of, your, yeah. of your daughters but, yeah. but are, are they looking at what people are doing on social media in terms of vloggers and influencers and and, oh, and, and aspiring to yeah. that which is it's, to me yeah. slightly not, worrying that I see it in my nephews and nieces yeah not necessarily aspiring but Purely because I'm their mum, right, and yeah. so they have um, they have an inside view of you know of of everything and anything. They know it's not as easy as you can just pose e- and everything. Exactly, nice. exactly. Yeah, no, it's, but, imp- it's important. But at the definitely. same time, they're teenage girls. So my eldest is eighteen, my middle one she's thirteen, and they they do get influenced. You can't get away from mm. being influenced, you know, by the way they pose in pictures, the way that they do their hair, and it's kind of like you have to constantly, you know, remind them, you mm. know. Even even I don't always look like my Instagram. Do you know what I mean? And and yeah. like and you you're there, you're sometimes in my Instagram and you know that I don't look mm. like that all the time. And I'm only posting my best pictures. I'm not. You know, I remember once I posted a picture, posted a picture in my dressing gown, and it was after I had a conversation with my girls, and and I was just like, yeah. They do need to see more kind of just real, you know, this is what I normally look like and, yeah. you know, and I don't yeah. really care. And I don't care when I'm at home, but we're all very conscious of what and how we present ourselves to the world. But I feel like um, I feel like the children are the most important. They can't get hoodwinked and they can't buy into this idea of, oh, this person's a legend, this person's a star. Yeah. Like, you know, are they extraordinary? Are they doing more than an ordinary yeah. person? Sorry. Just to, no, it's, it's, wait, no, I think it's great. Just yeah. to finish it, I think uh, I, I completely agree. And I think uh, it's Mark Twain who said that you, the, the best person to be around or you, the way you know someone is a real uh, star is if their presence makes everyone else feel better about themselves. That's mm. beautiful. Yeah, I love that. I probably completely messed that one up. No, you paraphrased. <laughs> Perfect. Paraphrased. I love that question. Great question. Yeah. And we got into it with someone who knows something about it. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Well, it's, it's been a hell of a record, Dane. It's, it's been a great Monday. We Thank have you. been all over the place in this one. Uh, it's been Think great. of where yeah. we went with Jamelia's question, which I would say... You know, it wasn't the lightest <laughs> experience. I enjoyed it immensely because it was highly interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then and then into completely other places with the other questions. Of course, cool. oh, all comes fun. full circle. Um, yeah. But thank you so much for coming. Thank it's you been an so absolute pleasure. much for When I me. was watching that video, I didn't think I'd be sitting here myself. So it's, I, I mean, someone should write me or something one day. Yeah. yeah. Not, not really yeah. fine. But... <laughs> But where, please, yeah. please, where, please let us know where we can find you. Where to look out for your new web oh, series? Okay, and the yeah. Like. So, um, okay, my um, my new. Yeah, so web series is always good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's called The Table. It's on YouTube. Uh, my YouTube is jamelia.com. Um, but just follow like my Instagram uh, at official jamelia because that's where I promote everything. So whatever I'm working on, that's where I usually do it. And um, yeah, that's Incredible my. Incredible volume instinct. of charity work. It's worth yeah. me flagging up. <laughs> it's been, you've done uh, all uh, sorts of charity work. And, well, uh, 
I mean, it's you know, it's really important to me actually because um, coming from an inner city background, like I, I have no interest in being famous. So if I'm a person in the public eye, I want to use use it for good. You know, I want to use it wisely, and mm. so that's you know, I love working for charities, and I welcome people. Please, if you have any charitable organisations, um, please get in touch with me. I'll always um, be happy to, you know, offer my time or my services or however I can help. Uh, I'd love to. Well, it's been a, we've been a lot of episodes of this, Dane. That's, that's, that's right up there. That's right up there. Don't you say that to everyone. No, we don't. That one was right up there. Oh, yeah. bless you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at danebaptweets. Our guest was Jamelia. You can follow Jamelia on Twitter, at Jamelia. The show is produced by me, Howard Cohen. You can follow me on Twitter, at the Howard Cohen. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.